Good Sunday morning, everybody. Welcome to Money Wise Radio Show with the Money Guys. Ray and Peter Lance, good morning. You know, good morning, Phil. I, I kind of like the term the Money Guys, but uh, we're going to change our name, too. We're going to be known also as the Protectors. I we'll talk about that a little like bit further. That. But first thing I'd like to tell you is um, this past Friday was June 14th, which mm-hmm. is Flag Day. And uh, we fly flags at our office. We fly the American flag and the Marine Corps flag, by the way, at our office. I noticed that. And then at our home, we also fly the American flag. And we fly it 365 days a year, unless it's really windy or something of that nature. But I think more and more people are doing that today. Yes, absolutely, with pride. And Peter, something else is very important today. What's today? Yep, if you missed uh, saluting the flag and raising the flag and uh, showing your true patriotism on Friday, you can salute your fathers today. So happy Father's Day, Dad, and happy Father's Day, Phil. Happy Father's Day, Phil. Happy Father's Day, Peter. And happy Father's Day to every father who's out there listening. You betcha. Oh, the best. You know, uh, Peter, there's an expression that sometimes that... um, any man can be a father, but not every man can be a dad. And I think that's very important. Yeah, it is. And uh, anybody can have a child. There was actually, I think that we've been on the radio for over a year now, so I may have quoted this last Father's Day, but there's a, a line from a movie, and I can't remember the name of the movie or the exact quote, but it goes something like, uh, every, uh, any, man, any, any, any man can have a child... But it takes a true man to raise a child. That is so important. Maybe that was from Life with Father. Well, that yeah, was a TV I, I, series. I didn't quite say Remember that correctly, that? but something along those lines. I'm, I'm not right. prepared with the quotes as well, you Well, congratulations, are. Peter. That's your first official quote on the radio. So I'd like to, uh, <laughs> I'd like to ask. That, that was a paraphrase, not He's a quote. Pa- you've passed the torch now. No. Huh? The tradition will continue, eh? So, Phil, here's one of my important quotations from my dear friend um, Benjamin Franklin. Work as if you were to live a hundred years... Pray as if you were to die tomorrow. Love it. Not a good quote. But we also need to give you our famous Greek quotation this morning. I've been waiting. And uh, we'll see if you can get this one, because he's a little bit of an obscure Greek philosopher. So uh, here we go. Only the educated are free. Only the educated are free. Free. Hmm. It's one of these people with a very unusual name. It begins with an E. I'll give you a clue. Epicetus. Hmm. Epicetus. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, actually. That's well, a tough one. That is a tough one. E-P-I-C-T-E-T-U-S. Wow. Epictetus. Wow. So only the educated are free, and that's what our job is this morning. That's a great quote, by the way. It is a, it is a good quote. A lot of good quotations. Yeah. So, Phil, how did you begin your career in radio? Did you actually just jump before a mic some morning, or did you find yourself in the weeds some morning? <laughs> you know, one of the things that I found out this morning, Phil, is that you can do a very good southern accent. Well, when you come from Hot Springs, Arkansas, you not only do a real good accent, but you can cook chicken real good too in fact so good you eat your fingers (laughs) 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 you know phil i heard that when you first began in radio it wasn't before a microphone no (laughs) that you had actually applied for a job 
And they sent you outside to cut down the weeds. I thought I was going to be behind a microphone, but I was behind a sickle and uh, six-foot weeds surrounding the radio transmitter. And when the GM said, and watch out for them rattlesnakes down there, I got my first real initiation into the world of broadcasting. <laughs> yes, and it's, it's sort of like uh, the world of broadcasting and the world of business, isn't it? You have to watch out for the snakes. And you have to be prepared to cut down the weeds. Only you, only <laughs> you, Ray, could make that great, great transition. You bet. Well, we have some interesting things to talk about this morning, but I just want to remind everyone that uh, this show is being brought to you by uh, Peter Lance and Ray Lance from USA Wealth Group. We're located on Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth, 352 Fonts Corner Road. And for more than 80 years... We have a collective experience uh, totaling more than 80 years helping clients, helping people define their goals, and helping people create a proper wealth plan. So this show is dedicated to showing everyone uh, ideas for how to protect your family and how to protect your money. And today we're going to talk about uh, protecting your family by what to do with how you can invest your money in certain ways. And I want to caution again that we're not investment advisors. We are financial service professionals, but we have many, many years' experience in this area. And Peter, if uh, somebody would like to reach you or reach me, what's the telephone number they can call? Sure. The phone number is 508-998-8858. And um, we're there pretty much every day during the week. If you don't reach us for some reason, you can leave a message and we'll get right back to you. We're always happy to speak with you over the phone or see you in person. And we don't charge, as I've mentioned many times before. You know, one of the things that we lack in this country, Phil, is a good, solid education in finances and money and how to handle a checking account, a bank account, how to handle a budget, how to pay yourself first financially and put money aside for savings. And it really ought to start in the elementary school. Couldn't agree more. I remember when I was young, they used to have savings clubs even in elementary school. And you could bring in a nickel a week or a quarter a week, and you could put the money in an envelope. And they actually taught you about how to save money. Yeah. I don't think we do that anymore oh, in this country. We don't save anymore. Hardly. But today you can learn in school how to use a computer. You can learn sure. how to do video games. But there ought to be basic financial education. We find that uh, most people are terribly unprepared for retirement. Mm -hmm. In fact, I would guess that probably 5%, maybe 10% of the people at most that we meet with have really thought about retirement and prepared properly for it. We're going to give some ideas today on how to protect your money, um, how to work with safe money, what's money is safe, what can make money for you, and how to protect it. And it's really important to teach people. Uh, we're especially concerned with the older population. We deal a lot with that group of clientele, but we also want to work with people who are younger. And it's never too late to do something. I don't care what your age is. There's always something you can do to save your money and protect it. But there's also things that you can do to make your money grow larger to avoid inflation, to avoid taxes or reduce taxes. And then one of the most important goals at the end of all this, obviously, should be to leave as much as possible to your family or to your community and to your charity. And then 
I'd also like to mention that um, we have a philosophy in our office that it's not about just what we do for a living and how we help people, but it's also about giving something back to your community. Yes. Uh, we like to do that because it's just part of what we do. Peter is very active in the Marine Corps League and helped to establish that organization. I've been more active in the uh, Freemasons uh, fraternity. Um, Peter's also a member, but mm -hmm. I do a lot of work in that area. And both of these organizations do wonderful things for charity, for the community. Uh, the Marine Corps League, as an example, does work uh, for helping to assist at funerals for fallen Marines. Um, so many of our, so our forces are deployed overseas today. And I think you've gone to some funeral details, haven't you, Pete? Yeah, uh, we've been to quite a few as a league. I've been to, oh, I don't know, probably three or four. And uh, it's, it's a wonderful experience to be a part of because we're honoring somebody who made the ultimate sacrifice by uh, serving their country. Um, and the family's reaction to us being there all in uniform and unison uh, is really quite powerful. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's certainly the least that we can do, but it, it gives us uh, a great feeling to give our final salute to one of our own who has uh, passed on. Absolutely. Not only that, but a lot of the um, former Marines have been through some really tough times uh, helping their country, as you said, and they should be honored for their service. And uh, we do the same thing in the uh, Freemason uh, organization. We help support the community. We help people who are financially uh, not as well off as they could be. But as much as we want to help um, our communities and our, our charities, we also want to help people who really don't know how to make proper decisions about their finances. And it always starts out with having a plan. And we've mentioned this so many times before. We want to help you analyze your own finances. We do that with a budget. Mm -hmm. uh, secondly, we want to help create a plan all right, so we've looked at your budget and we know what you have. Um, we know what your needs are, what your income and expenses are. Let's create a plan that will show you how to build on what you have earned or put aside, and then let's help execute that plan. Well, you said at the, at the top of the hour, uh, at the beginning of the show, that you want to be uh, known as the protectors. Um, and it's not necessarily the most exciting thing that we do in our office, but it's certainly my favorite thing that we do is protecting people's money. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and the best feeling that you get is when somebody comes into the office and says, oh, thank God I did what I did because I didn't lose a penny. Right. I can sleep now. Um, <clears throat> so, again, it's, it's certainly not the most exciting thing that we do uh, you know, daily or weekly at our office, but it's my favorite thing because uh, we get the... the the best feeling back from it from our clients. Um, sure. And the starting point is to have some kind of a plan. If you have a goal and you, your goal is I want to make more money, I want to save more money, I want to leave more money to my family, if you don't put the goal into a plan, then you just have a wish right. and it's not going to happen. So you need to have a goal and you need to have an action plan. We'll be happy to help uh, provide that for you. Today we'd like to focus on the subject of red money and green money, and sometimes we call, uh, also we talk about yellow money. Think of the analogy of a traffic light. This is a good image to have in everybody's mind. Okay. If you have a green light, that means you can go. 
If it means a red light, if you have a red light, it means you probably ought to stop or you'll get a ticket. Um, a yellow light means caution. That particular analogy has been used by a number of financial organizations uh, to really describe the kinds of monies, uh, kinds of investment that you can put your money into. So yellow, green, red is one analogy. Other companies use just green and red. And of course, the color elicits an image for you. So let's, let's talk about what might constitute some items of red money. Red money is uh, money that might be at higher risk. It might have a potentially higher return. Uh, it may have some tax deferral to it. And some examples of red money might be uh, stocks, mutual funds, bonds, uh, variable annuities perhaps. Things that have potential for earning more money but they also carry with it risk. Yellow money, on the other hand, might be money that is very cautious and it has no risk of principal. You're not going to lose any principal. It probably has much lower returns to it and it can be tax deferred sometimes. And examples of yellow money could be um, bank accounts, checking accounts, CDs, CDs money market funds, mm -hmm. or cash. And if you know anything about what CDs are making today, they're making anywhere from one quarter of 1%. They're averaging about one half of 1%, even a 12-month CD or an 18-month CD. And um, if you do a two-year CD, you might get three-quarters of a percent, possibly 1%. So it's money that you don't have any risk with, the yellow money, but it ha has much lower returns. Mm -hmm. That's right, and uh, then there's uh, the green money, which uh, are things that have the potential to earn more than uh, you know the CDs, especially right now with the rates that CDs are at. Even long-term CDs are extremely low, um, and they still are not going to lose any of their principal. So you're right. not going to lose any money at all, and you have the potential to earn more than you know just going to your uh, local bank. Sure. And this goes back to the the subject of protection. We want to make sure that at all costs you don't lose the money. And and that's number one. Is, as I said, our favorite thing is to protect people's money. Um, a lot of our clients uh, are either retired or close to retirement age. Uh, we certainly have a lot of people who are still in their uh, prime of, of their careers. Uh, and if they have you know plenty of money where they want to sort of play around in the stock market or if they're very uh, market savvy, you know, that's fine to put some of their assets in, but we're all about protecting. So uh, for the most part, we really recommend uh, the green type of strategies where you have the potential to earn more, but you're not going to lose anything because you want to have something there at your sure. retirement. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that people don't lose principal um, at, at all cost. That's the most important goal. Over the years, the things that we've done working with our clients, nobody has ever lost a dollar of principal. We're going to talk wow. about some of that in a moment. Terrific. I actually had a client about five years ago call and say, what happened to my account? I lost X amount of dollars. And I said, that's simply not possible because we would never do that. We wouldn't recommend that. We wouldn't put anybody into something like that. And I investigated it and I found out that they had withdrawn X amount of dollars. Uh, 
And I called them back and I said, you know, on such and such a date, uh, did you withdraw this? And they said, oh, gosh, yeah, that's right. And it was a large sum of money and they totally forgot that they had done that. And when they yep. got their statement, they thought that they had lost money. And I said, that's not possible with what we do for you. <laughs> but it was really funny. We're going to talk about the specifics of, of some of those things in just a moment. But the concept of uh, red money, yellow money, green money is kind of an important image to keep in your mind. And I will say this also, we're not going to talk today about asset allocation. That's not what we do. We're not uh, stock market uh, advisors. We're not registered advisors. We're financial service individuals. We help people with budgeting, planning, and protecting their money. I like that. And that's our main goal. So one of the other, some of the other companies use uh, simply red and green money. And again, they use the same kind of analogy where the red money is money that's potentially at risk. Uh, stocks and bonds, variable annuities, mutual funds, real estate investment trust, things of that nature are things where you could potentially lose value. And one interesting misconception that many people have is that if I have my money in bonds, it's safe and it's protected. And the answer to that is not necessarily. Really? Bonds will lose value if the interest rates go up. And think about how many years now we've been at extremely low interest rates. Surely. So there's an inverse relationship between the value of the bond and what the interest rates are doing. And here's why. Here's a quick example. If you had a $10,000 bond that you took out, and let's say it was paying um, 3% interest as an example, which might be realistic. If the interest rates in the economy start to go up again, that means somebody could now buy a bond that maybe is paying 4% interest. So nobody's going to want to buy your bond that's paying 3% interest. Mm -hmm. If you need to sell it or cash it out, you're going to sell it at a discount. Therefore, you're going to lose money on your principal. So you can actually lose money on bonds, and a lot of people don't understand that concept at all. So that's why bonds and stocks and mutual funds are all in the at-risk category. And we call that sometimes, I hope so money. I hope I'll make money. So you can call that, I hope so money. I'm, I hope I'm going to make money on, on this. The other kind of investment, which is a safer kind of investment, is checking accounts, saving accounts, CDs, uh, treasuries, uh, maybe a fixed annuity, money market funds. Those are safer interests because you're never going to lose principal. The problem is it's, and we call that, by the way, I know so money. <laughs> I know that my money is going to be safe. Yes. But you should also know that you're not going to make any money on that money, not in this kind of environment. So we're looking to tell people about how they can do something that's in between. What if we could talk about something that you wouldn't lose your principal ever, but you're not going to make the very low returns that you would make on the so-called bank accounts and CDs, that type of money. And the answer for that is uh, fixed indexed annuities. The fixed portion of that means that you'll never lose principal. The principal can never go down. Right, which is great. And the indexing portion means that you can share in the growth of the Standard & Poor's 500, for example, the increase in value. The fixed indexed annuities are tied to an index. So you don't have typical stock market risk of being in the stock market because you're not. But at the same time, 
you have the potential to see your account go up. So we're going to talk a little bit about more of that. And to put that in you know, very simple terms, basically there's part of the money that is into uh, a fixed index annuity that is earning something that you know will absolutely earn uh, X you know, percent and you can uh, absolutely guarantee on it earning that amount so you know what you're going to have. You're not going to lose a penny. And in the other uh, part of the account, it's, as my father said, tied to the stock market. And what that means is that if the stock market goes up, you will receive a share of that percentage going up. Uh, and there is a cap to uh, what you can earn. But if the market goes down, you're not going to lose anything. Wow, this is so reasonable. And, and indexed annuities have been around for a while, mm-hmm. uh, but there's some newer uh, ones out there that are really much better than anything that we've ever seen in the industry. And the potential when the stock market goes up greatly, uh, instead of being uh, capped, it can go way up uh, much further than anything that we've had in the past. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So let's again just recap what we're talking about. Um, we're talking about two categories of money, green money, which we call uh, safe money, and at-risk money, which is what we call red money. And several categories of safe money or green money are CDs, checking accounts, savings, fixed annuities. They're safe from risk. Uh, they often have built-in guarantees, and sometimes they even have lifetime guaranteed benefits. But they typically have lower returns. So, but that's our green money category. And then again, the red money category is things which uh, have more potential risk. They have more potential upside, but they also have risk. Our normal recommendation is to be safe and secure at all costs. Just don't lose the money. And therefore, we'd rather see people in green money than red money. Green money is our basis for safety and our basis for uh, protecting people. So we're going to continue to talk about this subject. Peter, I'd like to just remind people that we like to start with a budget, then have an action plan, and we look at your goals, and then we make some very specific recommendations on how do you protect your money and how do you increase it at the same time. Yeah, and and I can promise you uh, out there listening that we can help you, uh, whether it's in a small way or in a large way, we can help you, and uh, you know we'll be happy to sit down with you and just talk very generally about what your goals are and what you'd like to do, give you some uh, general information that you can take back home with you, and uh, we don't charge to sit down and talk with us. In the near future, again, we're going to be doing another series of seminars on social security planning. It's so critically important to make the right decision on that topic. We'll be talking about that going forward in the few weeks ahead. As always, we really have to keep up. You have to in this industry keep up with the latest products and the latest uh, changes in uh, products and tax laws and everything else. And uh, we just went to a lengthy seminar on some of the newest uh, ways that you can calculate and get the, the most out of your Social Security benefits. And by the way, one of the interesting things we learned, Phil, and that was just this past week, the federal government, the Social Security office, is prohibited by regulation from giving Social Security advice as to how you should 
collect your money and when you should collect your money. Interesting. They're not allowed to give that information. Very so we'll have shows on, on that again coming up soon with some of the new information that we've learned. Uh, and we'll go into some more detail about what we've been talking about after the break. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do have to take a break right now. So we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. And you're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Peter Lance helping you have a better retirement and helping you protect your assets. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Money Wise with the Money Guys, Ray Lance and Peter Lance. And it's always so special to be with you, uh, Phil, and to try to help people learn more about protecting their money. We're focused, we're focused this morning on talking about green money versus red money. Mm-hmm. And there are times in people's lives when they may want to be in more risky kinds of investments, such as mutual funds and stocks and bonds and so forth particularly when people are younger, because you have time to recover if there should be a dip in the stock market. Sure. And uh, it's a quick rule of thumb that if you have a a loss, let's say, of 10% in your portfolio value, you're going to need to make double that return, 20%, to gain that back again. When you get older, our normal recommendation is to get more conservative, and we're not involved in uh, investing people's money in the stock market anyway. But let's come back to our concept of green money versus red money. Green yeah. money is the safe money, and it's the basis for safety, and it also can allow other money to take longer time to grow. But what if there's a way to take the positive features of the green money, which is safety and guarantees, protecting the principal? And then have some of the positive features of the red money, which is the upside potential and the liquidity. Mm-hmm. Do you think that might be of interest to you or maybe to some of our listeners? You bet. Sure it would. And, and that's why a lot of people in our practice choose to put part of their money into the green money category in a what we call a hybrid investment. And that is often involving the use of fixed indexed annuities. The principal benefits are that are you have absolute safety of principal. Uh, You have minimum guaranteed interest rates. You can participate in the market without having any market risk. You have income tax deferral because money inside of a fixed annuity contract is always accumulating on a tax-deferred basis. You only pay income taxes on it when you take money out. Uh, It has... Excellent liquidity features. Typically, in most annuities, you can pull out 10% a year with no penalty if you need access to money. Mm -hmm. Um, And many of the annuities today have lifetime income options. I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. And annuities also avoid probate, by the way, because with any annuity product, you have a named beneficiary. It's never going to go through any kind of a probate court. Very interesting. So it's going to be private. It's going to be secure. But let's talk for a minute, Peter, about some of the uh, income features. 
One of the things you can do, you can elect a writer in a uh, indexed annuity, a fixed indexed annuity that says, I'm really putting this money aside almost like my own private pension fund. I want to let it accumulate for a certain number of years. Let's say it's eight years or 10 years. But at that point in time, I want to be able to start taking out money. And I'd like that money to be a guaranteed stream of income for the rest of my life. Right. So that's called an income rider. And many of the products that are out there today, we're not going to mention any companies on the radio. Many of the products out there today will have an income rider. There's a small cost to add that rider on to the contract. But it's, it me- it's not necessarily a cost out of your pocket. What it is is it's a small percentage of what you would have earned uh, taken out instead of uh, you know coming out of your pocket. So everything that you put in to an annuity, at least the products that we deal with, uh, you know, goes directly to work for you right away. You don't have to pay a percentage or anything to, to begin right. an annuity. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a way to help manage inflation, too. Um, people do not understand inflation at all. It's a serious topic. Wait until it hits us, and then people are going to be really shocked. If you think low interest rates have been important, uh, especially to retired people, wait till inflation kicks in, and it's projected that that will happen. And then the buying power of people who are on fixed income is going to change dramatically. So one of the ways to overcome some of these problems is to have something like a fixed indexed annuity. Principal is safe. The money grows tax deferred. You can participate on the upside through an index if the stock market increases and you don't have the stock market risk. Right. And what you were just saying is absolutely correct to everybody. All the, all the experts are projecting that inflation will go up and will go up, you know, quite dramatically. And, you know, we really feel that inflation is one of the biggest setbacks to any kind of investment right now. And, um, and this can be a great hedge against inflation. Exactly. And one of the really, and I like to have, you know, sort of full disclosure and, and talk about what I feel is the only negative, if you will, to what we're talking about, which is, uh, you know, indexed annuities, fixed indexed annuities. And that is that a lot of the ones that we recommend because they have the best benefit to our clients typically have uh, what's called a a surrender period. And that's really, in my mind, the only drawback because we don't recommend anything to our clients unless it's something that is perfectly suitable for them. Uh, And with a long surrender period, uh, basically you can withdraw 10% a year, uh, but anything above and beyond that can be subject to a small penalty because the products are so good and you get a bonus at the beginning and everything else. So again, that's, that's really in my mind the only negative and we don't run into that problem because we don't recommend anything unless our clients have sufficient other income and assets where they don't need to take the money out. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to the concept of the fact that you may want to take money out of this annuity at some point in time. You're not looking to put the money there just to watch it grow and do nothing with it. You might need it for actual income. So a lot of these uh, products uh, contain a provision which is sometimes called a roll-up. And what that means simply is that you're guaranteed that for income withdrawal purposes later when you decide you want to turn on the income faucet and start taking income for the rest of your life, You can do it for the rest of your life. You can do it for a fixed term. The income riders can be adjusted for inflation if you want to select that option. Or you can do it as just a fixed amount if you'd rather do that option. So there's a great deal of flexibility 
and how and when you turn on this income stream later. Um, but it's designed to help you create income later if you need the income. You place the lump sum into uh, the annuity, and it's one way to guarantee that you're going to have enough income for yourself later. So if you don't need the money right now, it grows on a tax-deferred basis. Right. You'll see nice appreciation in the account. And then when you want to take the money out, you can turn on the income stream. That's called a roll-up. And these are all, um, you know, very, we're, we're trying to speak in very basic terms because it, it is a lot of information and sure. some of it might be dry or a little bit confusing for people. Uh, but I assure you that we'll, we'll make it very simple uh, and clear explanations when we sit down and meet with you. And, you know, I, I'd like to add at this point, folks listening, I can tell you firsthand that USA Wealth Group, Lance Law, is a company you can trust. So very important in these days. I do, and you can too. So be sure to give them a call. And they'll sit down with you, 508-998-8858. Right, and uh, thank you for that, Phil. Thanks, Phil. I want to say just a couple more words, uh, Peter, about the uh, income annuity roll-up feature because that is a good feature for people who are going to need to know that at a certain point in time, they're going to generate income. And by the way, this will fit in very nicely with the Social Security strategy, too. If you have ways to pull money out from an annuity, maybe you can then defer taking Social Security right. until a little bit later date, mm -hmm. which will give you much more money available on your Social Security account. But if you use a roll-up type of annuity, um, every year the value increases, and it's usually by a set amount. There's two different values. One is if you wanted to just pull the money out as a lump sum later, that's the accumulation value. But then they have the roll-up value, which is if you want to pull the money out as a stream of income. And that increase will continue every year until you actually begin taking income, regardless of what the stock market is doing. Right. So the benefit of having the roll-up feature of an income annuity is that doesn't matter what the stock market's going to do, you have an absolute guarantee, and you know it gives you peace of mind that even with an uncertain economy, you're going to be guaranteed to take out X amount of dollars later. And that's exactly what we talked about earlier, where it's a hedge against inflation, which is expected to go way up. Surely. Yep. So think about it as an income stream that's guaranteed by contract It's to last for the rest of your life. And uh, if you need stable income, it's a great way to do it. If you don't have a traditional pension fund, which many people don't, this is a way to make sure that's going to happen. And there's a lot of other riders and options that you can put into uh, the different products. And as I've said many times before, every single person that walks in our door that we sit down with, uh, that we talk on the phone with, every case is obviously very individual, very different. And we match up everything to their unique situation. Um, and there's other ways that you can take money out should you need it, should you have to go to a nursing home or should something else uh, unforeseen come up in your life. And by the way, Peter um, mentioned earlier the fact that if you have an annuity, they will usually have a penalty feature to it that if you cash the whole thing out prematurely before the end of the term, you'll pay a penalty. The penalty goes down every year or the surrender charges, it's more properly called. Um, that doesn't apply in the event of death. Okay. And often um, annuities today will have nursing home features so that if somebody has to go to a nursing home, 
Surrender charges can be waived sometimes, depending upon the company and the product. The other important thing about the uh, fixed indexed annuity that people should realize that there's an annual reset, or sometimes it's reset every couple of years, again, depending upon the product. And what it means is that when you begin the annuity, we take a look, and the company takes a look to see what the Standard & Poor's 500, the S&P 500 index is on the date of the contract. And then perhaps a year later, if there's an annual reset, that index value will reset to whatever the index is at that time. Yes. So if it's a higher amount, let's say the S&P 500 index was, just to pick a number, 1,000. Right. And then a year later, it's 1,100. Now the index has gone up 10%. It's gone from 1,000 to 10% to, to 1,100. That's a 10% increase in the index. And again, depending upon the product, that's going to lock in at that index, and the account can never go down below that value. And that index change will also determine the amount that's going to be added to the contract. So the index reset is a very important concept. I know it's a little difficult to just listen to this as opposed to reading numbers. Um, but the annual reset, the income riders, uh, the fact that you can change beneficiaries, the fact that you can, uh, you're can, you tied to a good solid index typically, mm -hmm. like the S&P 500. Mm -hmm. This is very important. Uh, and as you were saying uh, this, I was thinking how many of our listeners right now have a good sizable amount of money that they just are leaving in their savings account because they're fearful of doing something with it. And to those people listening right now, I'll tell you, you can trust Ray and Peter Lance here because there's a lot of folks who are just freeze whenever it comes to uh, doing changes. anything with their money. I'll give you a good example. Um, we have a client right now. In fact, I just met with him uh, a couple of days ago this past week. He had some money that was in a regular uh, savings account, money market account, and it was earning nothing, about one quarter of 1%. It was about $100,000. We moved that into one of these exact kind of products that I've just described, a fixed index annuity account. At the same time, when we reviewed all of his assets, he also had a fairly good size CD that he locked in five years ago at a 4% interest rate. And that hasn't quite matured yet. And I said, that 4% rate is an excellent rate. Don't touch it. We're not going to change that right now. Um, we're not going to counsel somebody into cashing out of an investment just to go into this kind of a product if they're doing better. That's an outstanding CD rate in today's market to make 4%. Right. Mm -hmm. But that CD is going to mature in a few months. And I know and he knows that at that point he's going to be lucky to get one half of 1% on that same account. So he's already agreed that when that occurs, he's going to come back and take that money and put some of that money also into this kind of investment. We see that all the time. If somebody is doing well where they are, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about the risk of it. We'll talk about the return. If it's a good place for them to be and it's consistent with their goals, leave it there. We're not going to talk you out of moving it just to move it. Right. And we see that a lot. Um, that <clears throat> wasn't necessarily... Uh, maybe the answer that you were looking for, but we, we do see that a lot, Phil, where um, 
where we tell people, stay where you are. You're doing wonderfully where you are. Uh, we wouldn't recommend having you do anything. Let's see what happens in six months or a year from now or you know, sometime down the, the road. But we do see uh, a decent amount of people who have a lot of money in money markets earning virtually nothing. Right. Um, so in that situation, you know, some people just don't feel comfortable doing anything other than having it just sit there earning nothing. Uh, and when we explain to them how much more they could be earning uh, and that they're, they've got plenty of other assets should something else come up, plus they can take out the 10% a year and all the other options to them, uh, then they feel more comfortable in doing something with that and actually earning a lot more for themselves and for you know their family. Mm-hmm. Phil, do you know who controls most of the money in this country? Do you know who controls 74% of the assets in this country right now? Yes, I do. Who? Wives like Celeste. (laughs) You got it. That's a correct answer. Is it? That's a correct answer. Women control 74% of the financial assets in this country. Always being (laughs) tongue-in-cheek. No, but you were being 100% correct as well as being an honest man. I was going to joke around and say the Chinese, but yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, and, and uh, it's a fact of life too that in a marriage situation, most women outlive men. And do you know why men die earlier than women do? Watch it. I know it's Father's Day, but still, I'm waiting for this one. because they want to. Ah! <laughs> That's funny. Oh my gosh, that is so good. No, but it is a fact, and unfortunately. Um, Although women control most of the money, it's because they become widows, and often they're not equipped to make those decisions. And sometimes the man has been making financial decisions, sometimes not. And sometimes when he passes away, the money is then dumped in the lap of the female who's never handled the money. Right. So we see a lot of women who um, don't really know what they're doing with their money. We, We see just as many, obviously, that do. But it's an important topic for everybody. But I'm telling you how you handle your money and how you protect it is even a more important concern for women than it is for men. Mm-hmm. Women should be concerned because they're going to survive men under most circumstances. Men should be concerned because they want to protect their wife if they're, right. if they're married. So right. think about green money and red money and ask yourself the question, is my money in red money? Is it at risk? Do I want to take uh, ongoing chances with losing my money? The stock market has been uh, a little bit better recently, but it's also continues to be very volatile. Right. You know, we've seen that even this past week. We'll have, you know, increasing returns, and all of a sudden we'll have four or five days of, you know, reasonably significant drops in the stock market. So if, if you enjoy being in that category and you're not concerned about it, or if you have, you know, a portion of your money in one place and a portion in another place, you know, that can be acceptable. But if you're concerned about being an at-risk kind of money, then you need to get more conservative. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to be in totally green money where you're not making anything, then you need to be somewhere in the middle. Even Warren Buffett has recently talked about the importance of being in hybrid investments, such as fixed indexed annuities. Uh, we do the same thing with life insurance sometimes because that's a way for life insurance values to grow. But... Um, we need to think about protecting the principal as the number one goal for everybody. Yes. But then you want to have some kind of a reasonable rate of return, a decent rate of return. Right. Uh, these products that we're describing will uh, always outperform 
what bank accounts are doing. They'll always be, you know, reasonably higher than that. Not only that, uh, most of the time the rates are uh, more than what, you know, you'd find in a CD, certainly more than a money market. Uh, but when you add the tax deferral uh, portion onto that, it's, it's really a much better option. Again, as long as you have other assets where, uh, you know, if something else came up, you're able to access that right away. Right. Um, you're given a, a checkbook or able to make a phone call very easily with these products and, you know, able to take money out uh, up to the 10% right away um, very quickly. But they, it's, you can't really say legally always, but they pretty much always outperform anything else out there, and especially with these new products and the, the fact that you can uh, gain all the way up to what the stock market is gaining is, is very powerful and something that has never been seen before. Yes. We need to have people re-educate themselves about uh, investment risk in general. If you have a lot of time on your side, you can survive ups and downs in red money, ups and downs in the stock market. If you have steady income from employment plus a lot of time, you can have money in red money kinds of attitude, red money kinds of investments. Well, times have changed, and especially with what happened um, you know, years ago, people really need to start thinking about different ways uh, to invest their money and protect their money. Uh, it, you know, we had said at the, the first half of the show that they need to do, start doing something in high school. I think it needs to start even sooner than that, where people need to learn the value of a dollar, how to protect a dollar, how to balance a checkbook, how to understand credit. Uh, people just really need to sort of sit back and, and reevaluate and relearn everything that they thought they knew about money and, and what to do with it and how to protect it. How true. The, the main benefits of these kinds of uh, products, Phil, is that especially as you begin retirement or you're getting close to retirement, you now need to think about, am I going to have enough income to live on? And is it going to last for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. And we're all living longer, obviously, which is a good thing. And we're all living longer, which is a bad thing because many people will outgrow their money. We can show you uh, in actual formulas. We can show you why it's important to defer Social Security as long as you can and what a difference that's going to make in your income. That's one of your best uh, investment options right there. (laughs) Your money will grow 8% a year by not taking your Social Security. But the fixed indexed annuities that we've talked about will enable you to have an additional income buffer because it will give you guaranteed growth towards that income roll-up that we mentioned. Uh, It'll give you lifetime income. It'll create an income source that you can never outlive. And it's insulated from any stock market risk. Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while, you will lock in the gain, uh, and then you move forward from there. So um, they're not that complicated. Uh, it is to just listen to a show like this on the radio and try to understand it. The important thing to remember today is you have other options besides just keeping your money in the bank, and you have other options besides just being in the stock market. Mm-hmm. There's things that you can do in the middle that are safer. Our goal always is protect the money and protect your family. And if we can do those things for you and help you have a more comfortable retirement, that's exactly what we want to do. You know, I just realized that uh, it is Father's Day, and we also mentioned that 72% of um, 
the money is controlled by the the uh, women in the relationships. Seventy four percent. Seventy four percent. Excuse me. So we're actually probably talking to them right now because I'm sure that most of your husbands are still sleeping, right? <laughs> no, but the, the question I guess I'd like to leave everybody today is. What are you doing to protect your family? Right. And what are you doing to guarantee that you're going to have enough income to live on when you're retired? Or if you're retired, is there something you could do to improve your situation? Mm -hmm. This is what we focus on. It's not just about retirement planning. It's also about just protecting your money. So um, as we leave today on uh, Father's Day, uh, I'd like to say happy Father's Day to everyone I lost my father at a fairly young age, and it's important to be with your family on Father's Day if you can, or if you are not close or near, I should say, to where your father is living, don't forget to call. You don't need to send your father flowers (laughs) on Father's Day. I do remember this from last year. The most calls uh, within a 24-hour period every year are on Mother's Day. Right. And the most collect calls every year are made on Father's Day. Yeah, that's probably true. I went on a vacation trip when my daughter was about 13 or 14, and she asked me to borrow some money because she wanted to buy a present. Uh-huh. And the present she bought was a T-shirt. And the T-shirt she gave to me from money that she borrowed from me, and it said, I bank at the bank of dad. Isn't that true? (laughs) (laughs) A great thought on Father's Day. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you're listening today, we thank you for listening every week. Uh, Some topics are a little bit more uh, interesting than others. We hope that you've learned something from today and you can think about protecting your money and making sure you have enough money to support your own income, supply your own income as you retire. Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking about uh, long-term care insurance, and then we have some other uh, interesting topics following up after that. Save your money and be money-wise. That's right. Protect your money. Happy Father's Day. Have a great Sunday. Happy Father's Day, Phil. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Thank you, Peter. Peter Lance, Ray Lance, The Protectors. Helping you have a better retirement. Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you next Sunday. Same time, same station. So long, everybody.